this is like white trash in the 90s. We did, we were bathed together. She fucking had violent diarrhea in the tub. She's just like, this is my first time being naked with another woman, like old enough to process that this is a person who usually is clothed. And so, are you good, man? Anyway, Cole Sprouse on the Call Her Daddy podcast, and he, dude, he's so douchey on it. He's so douchey. He's got, like, the jet black dyed hair, right? And it's pushed back. He's got, like, this, like, kind of dumb open shirt. Yeah, and he's sexy. got these pants, but he's got, like, these ugly shoes on with it that are, like, brown and ugly. And he's smoking a cigarette inside. they make inside. you look at his eyes, don't they? He's smoking a cigarette inside. <laughs> You're like, this guy, like, he try, like, looks like he's trying to be, like, James Dean or something like that. Yeah. And... More like Jimmy Dean. He's, he's trying um, to be like James Franco without the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, so it's just all like real weird and douchey. And so then this comedian guy starts making fun of him and starts like... He does like a couple clips of himself doing it. And then that dude was seen getting his picture taken of kissing the girl from Riverdale who was Cole Sprouse's ex. Okay. And I was like, damn, did this guy pull Real her? ex or his character's his ex? real ex. Okay. And uh, maybe character's ex too. <laughs> I actually think that I'm pretty sure it's both. I watched one season of Riverdale. I was like, this is too the varsity jacket against the locker. I can't. Dude. It's just too high school. That's not real. I, I, 30-year-old I, is like a 17-year-old. I wish I could be dumb. And, like I wish I could be so blissful, like such a puppy brain to have anything to do with that kind of show. Like, imagine falling in love with, like, the woman who's been, for months now, reciting lines that were written for you. Yeah. Like, dude, oh, my God. And then, and then only so that, you date your character dude. as well. You literally fall in love with someone who's been saying high school romance lines at you nonstop for days on end. Yeah, and you fell for it. She's like, I just think you're the cutest boy at the prom. And, like, you hear that enough times that you're just like, damn, I fucking might be. You're like, man, she's giving me the fucking googly eyes, dude. And you're like, yeah, that's her character, man. Dude, I don't want to sound crazy, but I think she likes likes me. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, he's real douchey in the interview. If you watch that's it, you'll it. hate it. You'll right. hate it. No, I like that. It feels like it's a character. I actually think his best move is to come out and say he was doing a character. Because then it would save it. See, I think we need more of that. I think celebrities used to be that way. When's the last time a celebrity, like, trashed a hotel room that wasn't also, like, you can't make fun of me because I'm also mentally ill? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, where, where's the last celebrity who trashed a hotel room because he was just like, I fucking wanted to stay at the Holiday Inn? I bet you you do get a point where if you're staying at a Holiday Inn and you're so rich and famous, you're like, who fucking cares the bill's going to be? Trash the room. Who well, gives a I, fuck? I feel like the only ones who like do that shit now are like Jackson Mahomes. Like it, it's only yeah, like people TikTokers. who are worried that if you don't tweet about them, they won't be a celebrity anymore. Yeah, they're, they're, they're object permanent celebrities. It's like a baby when you like put a rattle behind your back. It's like oh my god, no one's tweeted about how I'm canceled. I, I feel like I don't I, I don't I don't even know what scenario I would destroy a hotel room. Like what are we doing playing paintball? Like what? How do you destroy a hotel room? So me and the boys, we we, we drive out to Cincinnati. Okay, <laughs> we book the Ramada Inn. I take a knife. Couple, I couple slice feet. up the mattress. <laughs> Why? <laughs> to make a bunker, babe. <laughs> oh shit! I just dude. wanted to crawl into something. So, so what this comedian do? He fucking he he'd spoof the shit. He just like yeah, he did like a bunch of TikToks of him like doing the same fucking thing, and then like he was seen taking a picture, like kissing like the Lily Reinhardt girl or whatever. And I just thought it was such a crazy. Like, how much did that girl hate Cole Sprouse? 
that she was like, look at this guy making fun of him. And honestly, he's more handsome version of him. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll just go with this I, guy. I, wait, but he, but he's nobody, right? Because that's what makes it. I think he's, I think he's like, what's somebody nowadays? It'd be, well, if you have like 100,000 TikTok it, followers, are you somebody? If it's like, you know, like fucking Pete Davidson played a celebrity and made fun of him in a sketch and then you started dating Pete Davidson. That's not like really, that's not like, uh, like, and I sucked five of your friend's dicks. Like, that's yeah. not like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if there's some random fucking TikToker, some dude who like literally lives in like, I don't know, Iowa, mm -hmm. and he's just making comedy TikToks, and she's just like, yeah, dude, and I Fly fucked his LA. Yeah, dude. yeah, dude, that would be nuts. Damn, is that the movie? Dude, like, you think I, that guys will just fucking go after uh, ex-boyfriends of celebrities and be like, yeah, I fucking hate them, too. And she's like, yeah, somebody I can connect with. Uh, imagine if you're fucking famous as shit, right? Mm -hmm. And there's always some motherfucker in your DMs like, fucking, I hope you blow out your MCL. I hope you fucking get canceled. Like, whatever your thing is, right? And, yeah. and, and you and your girl break up. And then she just, like, finds the dude who nonstop is, like, fucking at the fucking gates at every fucking game, slow clapping you out of there on a loss, and just, like, fucks his brains out. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I don't think I can handle the negativity of that. The online, like, presence of having just, to deal with people commenting on shit. Dude, that'd be nuts. Just finding, uh. like, the idea of finding the number one LeBron James hater and, like, being like, yo, you want to cuck LeBron James? Like... It, that that's yeah. like a true that's a make a wish dude are you kidding me the, these kids they want to meet celebrities dude no they should fucking cuck them like that's wild i want to fucking i want to make out with jada pinkett smith and then will smith's like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> keep, will, my, keep will, my wife's mouth out your damn mouth <laughs> will smith where's he at fucking i don't know dude i know he did that slave movie Oh, fucking probably faking. Wait, I'm not even going to try to segue it, dude. I just want to show you this video so bad. I've had my phone on my lap for so oh, long. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, God. I meant to show you before me. the cast, dude. Have you heard about this fucking, what's this dude's name? Uh, Nicholas Rossi thing? I have no idea what you're saying. So this is some guy, right, from America. From America? I like committed, him. No, you don't. Because oh, okay. he committed some sexual crimes. Oh, I hate him. Why didn't you stop me? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, dude, I wanted to let you make up your own mind. Fuck. I didn't realize how how little your mind was. You covered so much <laughs> distance, so but you're like my mind is made. Uh, so Nicholas Rossi committed some some uh, some crimes, right? And he fakes his death and he moves to the UK. This is suspected, right? And they found this guy who were like, we're pretty sure that you're Nicholas Rossi. This is an interview with him, and I, we can fucking I'll add this in myself, dude. You got to fucking watch this shit. All right, all right, all right. So the guy in the fucking wheelchair with the oxygen mask is claiming that he is not... He doesn't know who Nicholas Rossi is. He's been a British guy his whole life. His name is Arthur Knight. Go Can I just play? Go ahead. All right. We were once a normal family, but thanks to the media, our lives have been interrupted. And we'd like privacy, and I would like to go back to being a normal husband. But I, I can't, because I can't breathe, I can't walk. Uh, people say, that's an act. Let me try to stand up. Let me try to He's stand up. Exactly, exactly. What do you say to, to someone who believes that, that you are Nicholas Oliverdian? I am not, 
Alexandria. I am not Nicholas Alavedi, and I do not know how to make this clearer. What do you say to people who say these are crocodile tears? He's putting on a show. This is all an act. <laughs> Oh, Eco. Andrea, no, that's, that's a low blow. That's a right low blow. I, Dude, him trying to stand up. I don't up. know what I just watched. I don't know what you just. It feels like somebody so, just sent me a TikTok and I'm confused on why they sent it to me. So, so this guy, right, he's pretending to be a, a terminally ill British man named Arthur Knight, right? And he, he's like, I don't know who Nicholas Rossi is, except one of the things they found in the Nicholas Rossi case was a list of names with m all of them crossed off and one circled. Here's the list of names. Ready? <laughs> Please. This, this is for a man who plans to <laughs> fake his death to move to England and start a new life. Ready? Charles King. Robert Hood. Benjamin Big. Warwick Castle, Richard York, Nelson Stone, <laughs> my favorite, Winston Dickens. That's a winner. Winston and Dickens. All is a these winner. are crossed out, and he circles his favorite, Arthur Knight. My dude's out here just slamming British words together, and he's like, that's my fucking name. That's the wild... Oh, here's what I want you to do again. I want you to go down that list again and only give me the last name. Dude, my name is fucking Toshiba Let's go Ninja. through only the last names now. Go ahead. Read them again in order. King. <laughs> Hood. Big. Castle. York. Dickens. Wall. Stone. Dude. What are these just things? <laughs> what are these just fucking random things? Dude, I feel like he like flew to England and like stole a British kid's book of Mad Libs and we're like, what this fucking little brat Dude, right there? I mean he really all all he did was write on paper Big Castle King Stonewall and just <laughs> Dickens. Like, what the fuck? Winston Dickens. It's a good name. That's a terrible it's a good name. name. That's a terrible name. We should actually. That's like if you named yourself Patterson Obama. Like it's like fucking. You and I are gonna. You and I are gonna write a write some story about a character named Winston Dicker, Dickens. 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 Yeah, dude. Like Charles or Dickens. It's Winston Churchill and Charles D Dickens put together. That's all it is. I'm gonna be honest with you, dude. I love Winston Churchill. Oh my Not god! Not really, dude. Not really. But I, I, I actually. You ever like do a thing where you just develop and you just pretend and, and make a decision one day that you like this person, so you're just gonna like go all out and be their number one fan. Uh, you, you mean like an an anti Steve Ranazizi? Like instead of like like lying about nine eleven, you like <laughs> just like you one day just decide for no reason, like. You lied to yourself about your relationship yeah. with the person, and you're like, oh, well, I guess I'm going to live this the rest of my yeah, life. Yeah, like somebody's like, I hate that guy, and I'm like, well, just for the sake of the argument, I love that guy. And I'm like, well, I guess I love that guy now. Like, you ever do something yeah. like that? Just like, I, I, dude, I feel like I, I feel did like that I with Winston Churchill. I feel like I made you dig in on your barber more because of that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I, liked Winston, I liked Winston Churchill uh, because I was in a history class, and he was on a poster, and I just watched Family Guy a bunch at the time, and there was that one episode where Peter just goes, I'm Winston Churchill. I'm Winston Churchill. He just shakes his butt, and it's not at all an impression of Winston Churchill. And I thought it was hilarious, so then I would just be in class, and I'd go, I'm Winston, Winston Churchill. Churchill. Not even knowing at all his background of Did war you do it for, like, Hero politics. Day? No. No. Wait, you, like, literally didn't even know? No. Like, it was just, just a name to you? Yep. I was like, that was on Family Guy. I was like, that was... I saw that one time. I heard it. So it was just words to you? Yeah. 
Like, like, like when me and my buddy as a kid, we watched uh, Dickie Roberts, former child star. We learned the word slut, which he coughs when he says it. And we yeah. thought that was just like, slut, slut. Like, we just did it to be funny. <laughs> and his fucking mom asked me to pass the mashed potatoes. And I was like, sure thing. We passed them. And me and Tommy at the same time, we go, slut, slut, slut. Damn. Dude, wait, I never told you that story? I don't know. His dad you told me the mashed potatoes slut story? Dude, yeah. I, dude, you don't you don't know that, how to mashed potatoes. Do you know the twist? Uh, the, fucking, the story no, fucking, of that. The name of the, the story is better than the story. Well, <laughs> well there is a twist, I guess, because the dad stood up and he was like, what the fuck did you just call her? And then Fair. he turns to his wife and he goes, what the fuck did they just call you? Because I think it was a moment of being like, what did these 12-year-olds just call my wife? And Fair. then being like, what do these 12-year-olds know that I don't? I feel like I hit him with a big, like, you, what are you doing? Like, one of those. Yeah. You know? If they're 12 and they're not my kid, I'd be like, whoa. But also, I'd be like, we can't be doing this. There's no way I heard that correctly. There's no way you just said that. I just, like, I feel like in this situation, It's though, from a movie it's... is such a bad excuse now that we're adults. Like, oh, that's yeah. so plausible. But as an adult, I'd be like, you saw it in a fucking movie. And you're like, what a blanketed, vague state. It's like, it's like Timmy Turner, like, uh, the internet. <laughs> like, well, like, I, I feel like as a kid, you don't understand. Like, I, I almost got my dad in a lot of trouble when I was young because I said that he hit me. Uh, did we, he? Well, like, yeah, but like spankings and shit, right? Oh yeah, yeah, Simple yeah, yeah. Shit. yeah. Wait, shit you deserve. I thought we were talking about like, it, like, cause I knew some parents didn't spank their kids and some did, right? So I was like, no, my dad hits me. He doesn't like, he doesn't like use anything. Like, he, he just does it himself. The teacher heard me say that. And she asked me after class, uh, what, was it an open hand or a closed fist, right? Yeah. And I don't know why, something about the way she said it, and this is fifth grade, uh, I heard it as like an assault on my masculinity. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I, so I was like, it was closed hand, you hit really hard. Like, I was like, I, I was like, I fucking ate that shit too, no problem. Because I'm not, like, to me, this is just like, a closed circuit conversation. I don't no. think this is. Yeah, dude. Teacher, I gotta like report that shit. Dude. I had to like walk that back, and I remember being in like these fucking meetings with like the principal and my parents and stuff, and like not fully getting it still, and being like, "Well, all right, he it, he didn't punch me then, but he must just like slap me like really hard, like like." And they're like, "No, did he hit you or not?" And I'm like, "Ah, man, I can't You're remember. Like, I can't remember, but it was definitely hard. <laughs> I'm not sure if he didn't hit me or if he hit me so hard that I can't remember things so good." Like, was he hard? Yes. Was was I hit hard? No. <laughs> yeah, man, that was uh, that's brutal. I I did walk it back though, but I I think that you just like don't think about scope as a kid. Like the other day, I, I passed a beautiful flower bush, and I thought to myself, "Wow, someone probably works really hard to trim that every day." Like that's what I thought first thing when I saw it. Wow, it's like you don't see these in Philly much. Like this is beautiful. And as a kid, I would have been like, dude, I'm going to fucking take a shit in this bush. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. And then That's I'm, what you would have thought as a kid. Huh? Well, I mean, I don't know if I would have thought it so much as that, like I would have felt it. And then like, done it. yeah, <laughs> you would have just done it. You don't you had think to. about shitting in bushes, dude. You just see them. I've shit in a bush in Philly. Yeah. In broad daylight. I'd say like, was a I'd, thing, I'd say noon. Yeah. No, no, no. Philly's parade. Oh wait. Oh okay. That's the that's like Mummers Parade on steroids. Dude. Yeah. That's like if the Mummers Parade like got drunk. I went to a Phillies parade in 08 and I drank chocolate milk at breakfast and I know that I'm lactose intolerant and I don't know why I did it. I was just like, wow, today's such a good day. I think I'm gonna order myself some chocolate milk. <laughs> Unaware of of repercussions. The idea of waking up and feeling so good that you're like, I never feel this good. <laughs> 
Uh, maybe all of my allergies are cured. Dude, I miss sunshine, and maybe I get, maybe I can have lactose now. You know, what? maybe I'll try. I'm cured. Maybe I'll try peanuts. <laughs> just die. I'm just like today's the best day ever. You just die, dude. I started the day with a chocolate milk. I don't know why. Ignorance is bliss. Just walked into it like I literally can't be defeated. The Phillies won the World Series. Eat my ass. You know how it goes. Yeah. I missed school that day. It's also Halloween. It's also Halloween. When the parade's over, we get to go home and go get candy. Even though I'm in, like, eighth grade, we're still going to go fucking no, yeah, steal candy damn, for damn sure. Damn right, dude. Um, you got that Halloween mask permanently glued Thank on. you. You yeah. know the deal, dude. I'm a bit of a ghoul, as I would say. Bit of a, bit of a got ghostly got my 23andMe back. Uh, turns out I'm, like, 38% ghoul. No, but you mentioned the 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 bush. Oh yeah, but anyway, I just finished that story. I just then throughout yeah. Philly, I just shit in like every median. And dude, the porta potty lines were thick. <laughs> we're at a Phillies parade, dude. You can't get into a bathroom. Yeah, dude. My my friend's mom brought a roll of toilet paper in the trunk on a hail mary, and boy, did we need it. <laughs> I don't know what. Listen, shitting in a bush at. 12 o'clock in the afternoon as an 8th grade kid and everyone being able to see you take a shit, it's a pretty tough spot to be in. Yeah, dude. But I'll tell you what, yeah, not having you got, toilet you paper... That Cooper Mud, dude. Not having <laughs> toilet paper would have been impossible. Because I went into one of the porta-potties and there wasn't any toilet paper in there. It was gone. And I was like, well, thank God I brought my own. Like, what are we doing? I, why did you think there would be any? Do you know how many people were that? No, I've never... I never <laughs> went to a parade before. I, and not only that, one for a world championship of a city that was been starved say, of a world championship. It, if you've never been to like a sports championship parade, then you've never it's actually nuts. been to a parade. It kind of like it makes all other parades look like the flower show thing that we watched. Dude, like that was the, that was one of the first times I ever saw a girl flash her tits. Yeah, girl was on someone's shoulder, just fucking hit it. We you were studying like, those flashcards, dude. <laughs> you fucking memorize those flashcards, huh? Do you oh, still remember dude. them? If you're, dude, you're in eighth grade. Yeah, dude. You still you're remember in eighth them? Grade, you're like little random boobs for sure. <laughs> yeah, draw them. I was on. I, man a piece I was in. I was in. I would say fourth grade. I was in fourth grade, and I went crabbing with uh, my buddy Eddie. Okay. Uh, and his dad. Because uh, his dad liked to go crabbing, and he brought us to go on like a little crabbing trip or whatever. And we were like, yeah, like in fourth grade or something. And I remember we were flying down on the boat, and we passed one boat, and some lady was just laying out sunbathing, just topless. I remember fourth grade Jeff, I was like, Zoom. <laughs> like, dude, I almost broke my neck. You're like an adult. You're like, dude, how often am I going to see a pair of tits in the yeah, wild? Dude. I'm in fourth grade. Like, yeah, man, dude, I fucking rubber pretty rare less, scenario. Dude. You rubber necked and cement dicked, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the the boat definitely had a bit of a tilt <laughs> after that. It's, it's like which one's the bow? <laughs> Are we so slowing pointy. down? <laughs> oh man, I I've been debating uh, you bringing this up random, on the cast real quick. But okay. you've had any a lot of random adolescent boobs that you like any anything that you're sticking out. You're like, damn, bro, that was a cool moment. Oh, for me, for boobs, yeah. Um, this well, is the boob actually, portion, dude. Not, now that I think of it, I mean, like. I, I don't know what's adolescent though. I'd say I'd say not. I'd say less than high school. No, I'd so say like, middle not school like that, down. But, but I was like middle such a late down. bloomer, especially because I went like I transferred from like a small Catholic school to a smaller Catholic school, and I didn't hang out with <laughs> any of those kids. Damn, your pool got smaller and yeah. more religious. <laughs> yeah, dude. Damn, dude. 
because That's a tough pool. Because I went from a Catholic school in an area that had like no good public school, so everyone was like, I don't care what fucking religion they are. So, like, I don't care if they're fucking Jewish Nazis. Like, so, like, so, like I, I'm not sending my kids hey, to fucking Burlington both sides City. care about that actually. <laughs> Jewish Nazi, both sides hate that. You'd think about something that people would hate, it's a Jewish Nazi. Do you think a Jewish Nazi would be indecisive or, like, very passionate? Like, you... I would say very passionate and in denial. <laughs> That's what I would lean as the character traits. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, well, uh... He's like, God, I went from, Hitler's got I went good from the kind of Catholic school that you sent your kids to because it was a private school to the kind of Catholic school you sent your kid to because, like... You fucking really wanted them to learn who Jesus's like best friend was, like. So wait, did it? So, but it, did it get it more Peter. religious, or did oh. it get less religious? Like, was uh, it more like high school? It it, it was. So I I I mean, it, how I do went, they do that? They're just like fucking. So anyway, it was Pangea. God did that. Like, <laughs> what? Wait, are we just talking about? <laughs> it, it's actually kind of sick because by the time you get to high school for it, uh, they realize that they, they're they're out of re religion to teach you. They're like, hey, if, if they were like, we finished the book. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that ass. Like, you you've gone through your sacraments and shit already. So they're like, they're like, honestly, the priests are done with you. We're done with you. Like, if if you don't want to go in the priesthood by now, like you're probably not gonna. So they start teaching about other religions. So that was chill. But uh, when I got to high school. Uh, I did. There was a slightly older girl in the neighborhood who did have her her, her nipples pierced, and she was very down to uh, one night uh, help Duncan and I practice our uh, kissing technique, not with each other. <laughs> she coached us. <laughs> She's the advisor. <laughs> she was backseat tonguing, dude. <laughs> yeah, get in there. Yeah, there it is. There dude. it is. Don't be afraid to get the bottom lip involved. Oh man! Well, that was actually it. She was she she was the the first person to to show me that like you could like bite a lip or whatever. Mm. She was way too aggressive with it though, and Ooh. she was real hoary. So now I definitely kind of like associate those two uh, things a little yeah, bit. But it's okay. totally fine. Uh, yeah, but she would she just one day like she was just like, uh, like like you seen a lot of boobs, and I was just like I mean like a little bit, and she was just like. <laughs> You need to be more comfortable around tits and she just took her top off and she just like hung out with her shirt off and she's like gotta get used to these things it's kind of an unsung hero though right it's kind of an unsung hero at looking back on it, you're like that was kind of weird of her she just wanted to definitely do that and you're like who cares that was cool of her yeah no but also sure. but also i love the response of have you seen a lot of these I mean, a little bit. <laughs> to be like, how many boobs have you seen? I've seen a little bit of boobs. I've seen enough boobs to know I haven't seen a lot of them. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen a little boobs. I've seen enough boob to know I could use some more. Well, I mean, if you see the right set of boobs, it's like you've seen all of the boobs. You <laughs> know what I mean? Some boobs you're like, that's like four people's boobs. <sighs> Dude, you just made me reflect. Not that. That wasn't deep at all. But like in general. Wasn't like, deep, no. The, the question of uh, my adolescent boob experiences made me reflect on like like why I was such a late bloomer. It's like hot. All my formative experiences with women, like thinking, like I like started from the beginning of the Rolodex, and I was like, really negative, man, <laughs> really negative. The neighbor girl, Missy, right? She was uh, a year younger than me. We were, I was like six, she was five. We were being babysat uh, together, and we took a bath. This is like white trash in the '90s. We took, we were bathed together, and she got like six and five. I think so. Yeah, it's or maybe it was a little bit younger. It's like first grade. It, it it's. Maybe four and three then, but like, or five and four, but like, either way, I have a memory of it. Uh, she, we were being bathed together and she fucking, uh, had violent diarrhea in the tub. She's just like, and she, so, <laughs> this is my first time being naked with another woman, like, old enough to process. 
that this is a person who usually is clothed. And so, are you good, man? I'm fantastic. Keep, so, keep going. So, we're in the tub, and uh, I'm at the, the end by the spigot, by the faucet, right? And uh, she's at the far end. And I remember the water's like, it, this is getting towards the end of the bath. So, like, there's still some bubbles on top because it was a bubby bath. And, uh... But they would start to fade. Like you had that, like opal, like that, uh, you know, opaque water. Like it was like mostly water with some like fo- like foam icebergs. And I just see this jet stream of brown behind her. And it, it like Michael Phelps off the the back wall of the tub and like like kicked towards oh, no. me. And it was like a rolling thunder, dude. It was like a swim back. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it was fucking. Uh, I haven't seen Jaws, but I knew I didn't want my Jaws anywhere near this fucking cloud. It so, kicked off the wall for sure. Uh, yeah, it, I remember. <laughs> I remember definitely think it was coming at me with too much speed. And so I I'm like four years old, around five maybe, and. I, I climb my my beautiful hairless little body uh, up the spigot and I'm I'm cl- clinging on to like the water yeah. things. It was like a spigot water thing shower head, right? Yeah. And I got my feet Are you on saying the faucet. Spigot? Yeah, spigot. Is it spigot? Uh huh. Yeah, but I just like I don't know. I'm just talking weird. Oh, okay, I, okay, I, okay, yeah, okay. I, I hope it doesn't ruin the episode for everyone. No. But yeah, uh, and it's just I'm crying hysterically. And like just watching the brown waters waft, she's crying hysterically in a bathtub full of diarrhea. Oh man, that was like one of my first experiences being naked with a woman. Uh, again, Damn. I didn't think of it as tough I didn't think to of her as a woman or anything, but you, you made me reflect on like when I'd seen boobs younger, and I was like, well, the first time I saw boobs doesn't count, but also that was disgusting. It's, it's one of the most disgusting illegal memories you can have. I'm allowed to have the memory. I just shouldn't be so excited. <laughs> You're about like, yeah, it. first set of boobs I ever saw on a four-year-old girl. Well, I didn't think she of it also like that. exploded diarrhea. Because well, uh, I was also thinking, like, hey, so- stop having that memory. <laughs> stop having that memory, dude. I wish I could fucking Dumbledore this shit away. I wish I could fucking Jim Carrey that bitch out of my brain, dude. Damn, dude. I will Her say this: stink cloud. Any situation that involves violent diarrhea, quote unquote, will make me laugh. Like, dude, any if you were Just like, a and, tantrum, if dude. you could say any scenario and be like, and then this person had violent diarrhea, I'd be like, amazing situation to have violent diarrhea in. <laughs> uh, you know why? Because I've had violent diarrhea at a Phillies parade. <laughs> it's not a great place to be. Imagine having to have violent diarrhea around two million people. <laughs> yeah, dude. If I was in a tub with two million girls and they all had diarrhea. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's very yeah. disgusting, but thank God you shared that. I'm very happy that I interrupted you to ask you about your young boob experience, or else we wouldn't have gotten well, that. Well, I mean, that's not even, like, what I consider a boob experience. Yes, I, it is. You just brought it up as one. No, I gave you the boob experience first, and then I went back to tell you don't about how my Don't give me the boob experience first. You don't give me the... I give you the boob experience dude, first. Dude, I'm giving you the fucking IMAX, dude. You're gonna get the full... <laughs> Keep your eyes away from me. <laughs> About to max him out, dude. <laughs> oh man, I don't even remember what's happening. You were gonna talk. You were gonna say something. And I interrupted you about the. Uh, I wonder what it was. Oh yeah, okay, cool. You don't have it. Say less. <laughs> say less. I, I mean, I I have something else, but that what I was gonna say was probably really sick. Probably not as sick as the story. You have something else, talking. like what that you're sitting yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what yeah. are you sitting on? Fucking. <laughs> Don't be sitting on shit, bro. Did I tell you about my show at Milk Boy on Sunday? No. It was the most insane comedy show i've ever been a part of why it it, it was what uh, happened 
it, it, I feel like I got Philly Peaky Blind. What would be the Philly equivalent of Peaky Blinders outside of like? I don't a even gang. know in what context. All right, so we go to Milk Boy on South Street for the show, right? Get there early. Upstairs bar is packed, but I can tell they're not all here for comedy. I go out to smoke a joint. I'm it's like free whatever. show, right? Huh? Free show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come back in. Uh, the host isn't there. Uh, Josh Marty's guest hosting, right? He takes the stage to tell him that the show's going to be starting. Everyone's talking over him. Takes stage, starts doing comedy. Bartender never shuts the music off. Great. And it's like the Donnie Darko, like, dun, 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 dun. And it's fucking Josh Marty, who's got, like, dark yeah, hair, yeah. glasses. Like, people are like, what's going on? Is this karaoke comedy? I can't hear this kid. Quiz tonight? <laughs> so they finally get the music shut off, and he tells, he's like, all right, now I can tell a joke. Tells a joke, half the audience leaves, right? Not his fault. Not he's, his fault. He's a Not funny guy. Very funny guy. They're uh, not there for it. It proceeds on like this just every joke that's told another two people leave until it's only half the room left and they're all in the back half of a we've long all been bar there. we've all right? been there yeah no one's fault i'm fine with that but uh friend of the room uh uh comic uh i'll say his name because he's awesome and you should go see a show at 700 club and lots of places casey kuftik mm -hmm. uh is on stage and this isn't casey's fault at all he was he was trying his best to handle it but like at sometimes in some stage situations like you can't deal with a heckler this is a place with uh where he's backlit so there's no spotlight on him right the sound is horrible uh he's not on a stage so he has no elevation right and there's nobody near him he's just stuck over there these three dudes come up the stairs and they stand in front of the stage, like at the corner of the stairs. Okay. And they just completely hijack the show. Okay. Like literally we're like, yo, shut the fuck up to Casey. And he like tried to like riff with them real fast. And they were like, nah, we're fucking, it's fucking go time. And Casey was like, whoa, but he can't like go anywhere. Yeah. He's, they're like trapping Trapped. him on stage. Right. Damn. And they're like, nah, fucking tell a joke, pussy. And he goes and starts trying to tell a joke. Right. And be like, all right. So I guess they say I can get on with my set. And he starts telling a joke and fucking they're like, nah, I don't like this one. Fucking stop, bro. And then they start like threatening him with physical violence again. Mm -hmm. Bartender does nothing. Security does nothing. This goes on for like eight minutes. And then finally, I was like, maybe I should move closer to this. <laughs> I move closer. I'm ready to fucking Sparta kick one of these guys down the stairs. Yeah, right, dude. Finally, the bartender goes, hey, listen up. I want to speak as somebody who works here, right? And uh, they're like, all right, fine. Go ahead. You work here. And he goes, I think he should be able to do comedy, right? And they're like, uh, nah, dog, like, nah, this is our spot. We're not doing that. And he's like, no, no, I think we should do it by round of applause. Who thinks he should do comedy? And the bartender starts clapping and the comedians start clapping. No one else in the bar claps. And they're yeah. like, all right, well, it's a vote. He gets to do comedy. Comedy night continues. We try to finish out the show. There's two people left in the room. Everyone is so afraid Damn. that these people are coming back. But I just thought it was wild that this room of people who were sitting down for a comedy show, they could have left when everyone else left, literally had these like thugs come in and be like, this is our comedy show. And they were like, all right. I mean, at least no one's telling comedy anymore. What did these people look like? I mean, they, they literally looked like GTA creative characters. Okay. Like there was like a white guy, a Hispanic guy, and a black dude. They all had like- They all walked in a bar? Huh? 
They walked into a bar. Literally, they walked into a bar. They own it. Joke's <laughs> on you. Anyone can own a business nowadays. <laughs> Milk Boy, that's the nicknames. <laughs> <laughs> With predatory lending practices, even you could own a bar. <laughs> yeah, it, it was just... Uh, God bless Casey, dude, because let's be real, not a fun situation and, to be and, in. And he was that, like... That's like one of my... like, Because uh, here's the thing. You know what's the least funny thing in the world? Anybody wanting to get physical. Oh, yeah. And he was ripping That's it out until, until there was, like, he was, like, making it as funny as he could until there was, you know, physical threats involved. But, like. You know how hard it is to tell a joke to a guy who wants to punch you in the face? Bro, you got to be the funniest you've ever been. Imagine <laughs> like, if the, the crowd's over there and I'm standing right here and every time you go to tell a joke, I'm just, like, fucking threatening to hit you in the face. It's crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, those people, it might be different because, like, they didn't, but they might not have known a comedy show was happening. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The free shows are tough, man. Like I've done the free shows. Free shows are tough. What, what's the closest you, you ever know? got to a fight without me there? Because I know, I know, we've had to defend Mike Fox from that guy who was like, "I'm a fucking veteran." Like, oh yeah, that's the one. Honestly, that like my brain goes to. Yeah. Uh, just because he was drunk enough that I was like, he he could be off the rails a bit. He he seems like he's on coke that, as well. That guy. Uh, this was a guy in a New Jersey bar open mic who called himself Popeye, I believe. Right? Yeah, dude. He was this big, bald, roided out like. 70 year old he kind of looked he kind of had like like a bit of a joe rogan structure to him yeah maybe a little bit taller maybe a little bit taller than joe it, it, you know that episode of spongebob where plankton's like family comes he's got all those cousins yeah. who are like yeah he looks like he's from the rogan clan yep. like but he he's a hill rogan yes like like not a beverly hills rogan like the real rogan yeah and it was and it was just one of those things where like he got up there i think like ran the light did terrible was drunk and and like somebody just and he was like heckling and I think like somebody like the host was just like dude shut up like st be quiet and then like he got off stage and that guy was like the fuck you say to me dude and it was one of those situations where you're like hey man not every open mic fucking is a marine veteran like get the fuck out of here bro I see but I would I sympathize with those people because the people who are going to bars and want to fight open mic comedians right yeah. Most people, I think, want to do that, but yeah. Well, well, yeah, but like, imagine, like, we don't realize I do it. that they have so little scope for what's going on in that situation. Mm -hmm. Like, they, like these people who heckle at open mics, like most of them know it's an open mic, but some people think they're at a legitimate comedy show. It's true. Isn't it crazy when people are like, "I've never been to a comedy show." I, I know a lot I, of people just, that say that. I don't go to a lot of bars where, like, there's, like, crazy veteran regulars who, like, yeah. have, like, insane brains, right? We're also but doing open mics at motorcycle bars. you their delusion. You we're know what I mean? Yeah, we're doing open mics at motorcycle bars, though. You Ex know what I mean? Exactly. Like, we're like, you guys want to hear some sillies? And you're like, no, man. Like, This is a guy who has PTSD, right? And the only way he can cope with the world is being, like... This bar is the only place I'm safe. And then someone comes in here using big words and talking about their penis. Like that's an. Is it like also a veteran? Huh? Yeah, but <laughs> that's crazy. He, he's he's one of those those wacky ones. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> it is funny. Veteran on veteran, you're like much different, much different. There there really are two kinds of veterans that, that mm -hmm. you know. There's the ones who it's like like ah you're a blue chipper like like you yeah. know you were always going in the military. I totally see that in you. And then there's the guys who are just like. Uh, yeah, that's on my resume. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I did it, the minimum. Not the minimum, <laughs> but, like, I'm not saying that's what Mike did. But, like, people, yeah, I agree. There's, I mean, I think the most impressive thing is that when Bill Burr did the joke, shitting on the troops, 
what an impossible hill to get over to be like I'm gonna write a joke that shits on the troops you're like probably not gonna be very, very well liked yeah probably not gonna be very I wouldn't and he's like that's probably the challenge I'm gonna do it and like he goes and does it and it is really well done because he just talks about like you know first pitches and like standing up for the national anthem and he's like He's like, these are our heroes. And you're like, all right. I mean, yeah, if you were on the front lines, but if you were putting gas in the oh. truck, like, get out of here. Like, Yo, here's a fucking, here's a shame of me as a man, uh, because I didn't, I was just a boy. When I when I was a teenager, right? Oh, so you're still a boy. I know, dude. It's a problem. I never let my man muscles grow in. It's my you body don't got eat. big and my muscles stayed big. It's because you don't eat. Wait. It's like you went into the Willy Wonka chocolate factory and just didn't do anything except wait 10 years and then walked out. Well, that's what he you wanted. You didn't eat a thing. You didn't yeah. eat one thing the whole time in there. Dude, so you're telling me that I'm getting a chocolate factory and you get nothing. That is what, that is what I told you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm the video game guy who gets fucking shrunk. I, I could see you going to the chocolate factory and like literally you fall into that first chocolate lake, but then Damn, also somehow get out and like meet up with us at the <laughs> next one. You're just covered in chocolate. You're like, oh, what's this? A gobstopper giving to me? Like <laughs> The whole episode, just slowly working my way down. My hands getting slightly cleaner. The arm starts to get a little bit cleaner. <laughs> it's like by the end of the movie, I'm fully clean again. <laughs> but definitely have gained 10 pounds. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, no, wh- what was I just saying? What were we just saying? Uh, I don't know. We were Before the Willy Wonka. You said some Willy Wonka. I don't eat boy muscles. You're a boy. Uh, you never grew into your man Oh, muscles. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like anti-sports in high school because before I got into MMA, basically, I was just fully anti-sports because it was easier than acknowledging that I would never be that, you know? Yeah, yeah. You hate it. So that's why you're not in it. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It, it was just way easier to, to reconcile that, like, hey, like, you know, sour grapes. Like, why climb that mountain if that mountain fucking is not even... Thank for... God you've changed your tune. Yeah, exactly. Because we love climbing mountains around here. I want to be a big boy. We fucking... So... <laughs> yeah, you dad boy muscles, all right? You didn't have big boy muscles yet. Yeah, dude, I was, I was stinky mountaining it. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I think the guy's name, I think, is such a fucked up thing to say, but... Uh, Pat Tillman, right? Was that who it was? Yeah. The the soldier. The cardinal. Yeah, yeah. The cardinal who's uh, also f- left football to Bruh. fight in the military. When when that dude fucking died of like friendly fire or whatever. Yeah, friendly fire. Fucking every fucking little bitch hipster kid like me, like that was that was fucking that was a fucking whole round of Thanksgiving ammo, dude. It, it was fuck sports in the military all what a, at once. What a dude. terrible take, dude. Because it was able to be like, damn, dude. You fucking, you guys act like you love the military, but you really just love sports. And they're like, that's not true. And it's like, well, he left sports, joined the military. Plenty of soldiers die every day. And all you care about is this dude. Fucking, he's on magazines and shit. I was going in on that shit. Yeah, you sound like you were uh, pretty annoying. Oh, yeah, dude. But also, like, my uncles were mad annoying. My one uncle pretended to cry at his mother's funeral so that he could place a bet on his phone. I don't even know what the what are you trying to hide? Just place the bet, huh? Just place the bet. Well, yeah, but he just went. This is just too much. And he like put his hands down, and I saw that he had his phone on his lap. That's not how you do it. This thing. is this is how you place a bet at a at a funeral. Ready? Slut, slut. <laughs> <laughs> it is way easier to just act like you never loved them, right? <laughs> like like even if you really cared, place the bet, and people will be like, "Damn, Bill's really like emotionless," and you'll be like. 
hey, we all cope differently. You know what I mean? Like, he's not. You could easily be like, I'm just like, it Emotionless, hasn't even hit me. He's trying to win enough money to buy a gun and kill himself. <laughs> Have you seen these flower arrangements? How do you think he's paying for this fucking funeral? <laughs> Funerals are expensive. She's not. He's paying for it with another funeral. He's fucking. Dude, funerals, funeral homes are such a smart business idea because it's like, well, where are you going to put them? And you're like, fuck, true. <laughs> you could just be like, it's this much money. You're like, damn it. What else am I going to fucking do with this? Like, yeah. I have to. That's kind of bullshit. That's why people are like, burn them. I'm a libertarian <laughs> now. Fuck it, dude. Burn them. I should, I should do what I want with it. I don't know how much money crematoriums make, but let's be real. It's the easiest thing you could do. It's weird. <laughs> Start. It's, it's weird to think that it becomes your responsibility to deal with the body because, like, like, like we've established on this podcast many times. Don't you oh, wish they could just like Thanos? People, not okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. away. just seeing someone go, you're like, damn, I didn't even know it was their time. We were mid sentence. <laughs> it's like, a, is it like a hermit crab shell deal, or it's like, hey, there's fucking nothing in this one. Take this shell. Like, like why? Why is it that fucking all of a sudden you become responsible for someone's entire body? <laughs> yeah, dude. They're just. I mean. I guess it's no different. I guess than that's what the will's for. I guess it, if you don't sign, if no one like marks a will down, can you just be like that? the will? The will, I'm, you know, you don't leave your. You have like four kids. You leave one, like you split the money between three of them, and then you just leave the fourth one your dead body. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave you my body. <laughs> I, I have to get rid of it. <laughs> and to you, I have given up my body. <laughs> Dude. You leave one kid your, your blood. <laughs> you, you leave your body, blood, no assets, money. <laughs> no assets at all. Zero assets. You don't even have organs. You're an organ donor, so they're just getting left with basically nothing. Dude, what a uh, shitty sitch. That's so fucked. Oh my god. I'm I don't know my... why that's such a funny sketch idea in my head of just sitting there at like them reading the will and then just getting to the one son who's clearly the one who's maybe like the one that doesn't belong with the other ones. And you're just like, and she left you her body <laughs> to dispose of. And you're like, all right, how much is that going to cost? I don't know. I would ask your siblings for some money. They recently came into some. <laughs> just leaving your kid a, a book of your darkest secrets. <laughs> Please delete hard drive D. It will get everyone arrested. <laughs> Why did you name it that? Oh, man. I reformatted it. It was supposed to be called hard drive C. <laughs> uh, I have government secrets next to the porn file. You're like, why would you put them next to each other? <laughs> this is my I shouldn't have this folder. <laughs> oh, my neighbor's taxes. should put that in there. Just... <laughs> The mail, you're just putting their mail in there. You're like, I, I don't know. I should probably give it to them. Yeah, I know. I should just return it. But, uh, scanning it and just putting it in for this. for postage on their Amazon. Uh, man. Wait, what? I don't it? know why that was so funny, dude. No, that that, that is funny. To I, I think you just gave me the idea that, like, it'd be too much to use my own actual organs. But, like, I want to make, like, a bust of my head and get, like, really real-looking like prosthetic eyeballs in it and like leave it to one of my kids and be like he wanted you to have this bust of him those are his real eyes <laughs> and just have it be like this wonky ass scooby-doo yeah. statue like uh, maybe it's even like animatronic maybe the eyes will follow him uh, and you hand the house. out you hand out like six statues to your family members one of them is a statue of you but it has your real ears on it and everything else is a statue then you do another one and it has your real nose yeah. but everything else is a statue and somebody's just like god damn it i got stuck with the mouth <laughs> somebody's like i'll trade you <laughs> when i get sense of touch sense of wait why would you get sense that one's for my nephew <laughs> look we can do a hear no evil see no evil <laughs> 
Oh, dude. dude. Yeah, that'd be creepy. What what body part would you give if you had to give a body part to somebody that you... I guess who would you give a body part to? Not someone you love. They probably wouldn't like that. I think I would give it to you. Oh, really? You think you would leave me a body part? What body yeah. part would you leave me? Um, what do I got that's any good? Um, I don't want your foot. I hate feet. They're disgusting. I, I think I'd give you my hand. I'd make it like a nice little monkey's paw <sighs> situation. Yeah, like, I could I'll put use it in that. like a three wish scenario. Yeah, I could use that. <laughs> I could use that hand. That's something useful right there. You don't get it anymore, dude. <laughs> what are you doing with your ears? Let me see them too. <laughs> anyway. Oh man. Yeah, I just feel like I wouldn't feel comfortable giving someone my hand. I'd be like, mm, that's too much. It's too much power over my hand. Yeah, it's uh, my hand's an important piece. I believe. I don't even want to be an organ donor. Are you an organ donor? Yeah, I'm an organ donor. I know. I yeah. I it's it's so weird how like. Usually, I feel like I'm a fairly logical person, and then just occasionally, I let absolute erratic emotion rule my life, and I'm just. Why are you anti organ donor? Yeah. Why? Well, I I I've just used I know a the bunch one of argument. vague excuses. I don't even subscribe to that one. What the argument that they'll that, that, that just they'll kill just let you. you die so yeah. that you can fucking yeah. save another person? Yeah, yeah. I I mean I agree. I think. I think at the end of the day, if if like if I was alive and somebody was like. Yeah, thank God you pulled through. I mean, we almost they almost had to take out your heart. And you're like, man, that would have stuck. I know they're like, I know we had this like eight-year-old girl waiting for it in like Delaware. I'd be like, what's her situation? Is she, is she next up on the list? Do or? They, wait, hang on. Do they actually like, do ambulance drivers get told that? Or they're like, hey, heads up, be on the lookout, tri-state area. We need a good no, heart. No, I think, I think that like you'll die in the hospital. They'll then see that you're an organ donor, harvest those organs, put them in like the fucking freezy bags. It just yeah. like lunch boxes. It's really weird. Um, and then it's just weird when somebody rolls in with like a lunchbox into like a medical thing. It looks real professional, and they're like, "Here's your heart," and you're like, "Yeah, right, dude. There's a ham and cheese in there. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. There's a heart. There's a brain in there. Get out of here. You got all your original pieces. Me, yeah, yeah. I got all my. All yeah, I don't have. Uh, yeah, I don't have. Not going. I had appendicitis. I got both kidneys. I got yeah. Tonsils. I think so. I think I still got them. I don't know. They fucked me That's a good up, question, bro. Actually. I don't know. I had my tonsils out, dude. They fucking nicked something in my fucking throat twice. I had to go into surgery three times. Holy shit. Can you sue them? Huh? Could no, we couldn't them? apparently because we signed something. I, I was so <laughs> drugged up. I only have one memory of the entire thing. We're allowed thing. to slice your throat. That's <laughs> You signed it. If what? your kid doesn't shut the fuck up, we will shut them up for you. Uh, we can take their penis in the surgery. <laughs> you signed it. And give it back. Um, That'd be so nuts. Uh, all I remember is I was told I could have all the ice cream I fucking wanted, and then when push came to shove, I was bleeding too much. I just remember every time you were I was bleeding while eating ice cream. Yeah, because my throat was like hemorrhaging blood, so I couldn't oh. get the ice cream down. It was all coming up red. Oh, that's disgusting. I think that's why I don't really like ice cream that much. Yeah, I would imagine. Probably ruined it for me too, <laughs> dude. Throwing up blood and that, I would hate it. I mean, just, I threw up. I threw. I threw up drinking vodka, white cherry Powerade, and I can't even look at white cherry Powerade anymore. Vodka, white cherry Powerade. Yeah, that was in the high school days. You never had to like. I think we've talked. Oh, about this. okay. No, that makes more sense. All, but you hear me out. Like with your level of Italian and your lack of cooking <laughs> skill, I could totally see you doing like, uh, like a penne alla vodka, white cherry Powerade. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I didn't have any sherry, so I used this fucking dude. I, I basically drink. I got two giant white cherry Powerades. I drank <clears throat> half of both of them. 
And then I just poured like vodka and almost like the rest of it. It was like not a. It was you shouldn't do fifty fifty for sure. Definitely not. That should never be. The, no, it's not a ratio. It's not a ratio at all. You would do a vodka, and I just did that because I was like a junior in high school, <laughs> and I fucking. I think I drank like almost both bottles that night and smoked weed, and I just violently threw up that night. Nice. And now I can't even look at white cherry powery. <laughs> like if somebody somebody got it for me the other day, and I feel like I was like, I you could throw that away actually. <laughs> You wasted your money, sorry to say, unless you want to trade me. Give me the Glacier Freeze. Sorry, I, I was trying to think of a, a joke for what White Cherry Powerade sounds like. She said it so many times it lost its meaning to me. White Cherry Powerade sounds like a wrestling finisher that a KKK-themed wrestler would have. Love it. Not what he stands for as a wrestler. Not what he stands for. <laughs> but his as a athleticism and his finisher are fantastic. Well, my other favorite wrestling character is Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> 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 Do you see they were like some KKK guy died the other day and I was like, Do you think people would just be like, you know what? Guy had some pretty shitty ideas. Now that he's gone. Like it's like uh you think when, it'll die when out? The, the guy who uh the, there was like one dude who was like prominent in science who was really holding out on Pluto being a planet. And when he died, is when they were like, "Cool, it's a Kuiper object now." Damn. They were like, "Now that he's dead and his life's work is not relevant, like because people spend their whole lives studying something and then they just won't let it die." You know yeah, what I mean? True. It's just the it's it's they're holding on to that thought, and then you have a fan base of people because you're also preaching that thought. Yup. Yeah. So oh, it, yeah. so it's like you know, there's some prominent flat earther out there who like. Like, thankfully, isn't in the scientific community. But if he was, you know, that could be something that we had to entertain until he died. Yeah. Uh, but I, why was I saying this? I don't know. But now all I can think of his fucking stupid scientists. Oh, oh dude, no, stupid KKK shit. Just oh, the yeah, idea yeah, yeah. of like they're like, oh my god, the old guard is so. Dated. If you had, to, if if you had to have a wrestling character and you had full freedom. And creativity, you had full control. They weren't like we kind of want to put you in this thing. Would they let me be thing. a heel? Because I feel Absolutely. like I feel like they would Anything make me want. be what's what, what, a white hat? What are they called? What are the heroes called? I don't even know. I have no idea. Like a white knight, you mean? A, like I don't a, even know. A, a firefighter. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> what are the heroes called? Fucking. I have no idea. Well, but if you had full creative control, you could be a heel. What would you? What would your? What would your gimmick be? What are you? Um, hmm. never thought about this. Well, I I had an idea for one for awful wrestling that they said they would let me do, but I just didn't feel like following up with the athleticism aspect of it. Uh, it was gonna be Mister Nice Guy, uh, and it was like a guy who's like really a fucking like piece of shit, like incel basically, but he's like swears he's a nice guy, but then he always like is doing something performative in the match and gets caught out while doing it, and then he's like, no more fucking Mister Nice Guy. Damn. And, yeah, dude, that was going to be my And then thing. was he good, or was he kind of like the guy who you kind of want to see get beat up? I liked the idea of a, a a heel who was convinced that they weren't a heel, and that... That's a lot of them. And that they were only having to be bad because you were being a meanie. You know okay. what I mean? All right. Good. Now, you now you have still full creative control, okay. but you have it over my wrestling gimmick. All right. Are you, you're not a heel. Uh, whatever you want me to be. Oh, We dude. can be a tag team heel. I don't give a shit. <laughs> or, or I could be whatever the you know phrase for the good guys are. I, I, I all right. Here's what I like for you. Ready? 
So, uh, Mr. Make-A-Wish. I just steal John Cena's thing. That's fire. <laughs> sorry, dude. Sorry. Mr. Make-A-Wish is actually sick. If if you literally just, like, were coming for his record, like, the only thing you're famous for is visiting sick kids. <laughs> so, like, he just shows up at the hospital. He He's like Jalen Hurts. He shows up when it opens. He leaves. He's the last one to leave the fucking training facility. He, does, he actually doesn't wrestle at all anymore. Oh <laughs> no! I'm saying like if you just yeah. say he, he's actually full time at the hospital. I I don't know why I thought you meant fucking uh, whoever I just said. No, Jalen no, no, Hurts. No. I was like Jalen Hurts is a wrestler. Like no. What would you What would you give me? What would you give me? All right. So hear me out. And it was hard to your your character. You're now a professional wrestler on the circuit, right? And, and your your shtick. I don't know if this flows as a name. Would be not not your father, right? And and your character. I have root beer. Huh? <laughs> no, fuck that. You are gassy though. Uh, <laughs> your stick is that you're you're a very fatherly presence, and you really are a good guy, right? But you but you're like, hey, I'm not here to replace your father, okay? Like like <laughs> <laughs> just a stepdad. Yeah yeah yeah. But but you you're genuinely you want to have a unique relationship with your opponent, but like every other wrestler in the the whole fucking league you're you're everyone's least favorite and you're like honestly a good dude about it yeah but they're like fuck that dude he's never going to be my dad like everyone's overreacting <laughs> yeah. to your stick so i i'm a heel who thinks he's a good guy right you're a good guy who everyone's like no fuck you you're a heel uh, like 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 fuck you dad you're not my dad dad like i'm beating them up but then like they hit me and i'm like good a little bit more behind it yeah exactly <laughs> exactly and they all fucking hate you yeah, for yeah, it yeah. dude you're like nah, dude you really got to punch through your target they pick up a baseball bat to beat the shit out of me i'm like you want to go to a ball game <laughs> <laughs> you want to have a catch oh dude yeah exactly like like you you get them like like pinned and everyone like you get up on the ropes and everyone thinks that you're going to like dive down and like get them but you actually like come down with like a brand new basketball I'm like fucking <laughs> wait I actually love this character yeah I just fucking come in and I'm I just meant, like I said basketball I meant a bike <laughs> I just come in and I'm like uh uh I <laughs> do wait there's so many possibilities you can go with this character I just come in and I'm just like I know your birthday was the other day <laughs> got you some <laughs> yeah for, for like and a it's like an promo, Xbox though? with playboys in it and you're like Hide them from your mom. <laughs> you know, just some real. No, your character's name is Uncle Jeff. <laughs> Uncle Jeff, yeah, damn. Dude. Uncle Jeff, and he's not here. What's my wrestling attire? What's my outfit? What do I look like? What am I dressed like? Uh, uh, don't say black speedo. I'll cry. Oh, don't I'm not wait, a speedo no, I, wrestler. I, I hadn't really thought it out, but I I feel like you'd be wearing like an old. Are there any wrestlers who do like an actual like wrestling singlet? Like as yeah. if like they dusted it off from their high Kurt school Angle. days. So so and you I think Jack Swagger so you, used to. You have like a, a slightly too tight like faded wrestling singlet nice. that has your like high school phys ed logo on don't it. Don't love it. No no no. no I no. don't love. I'm not really a singlet guy. I don't really have the build for it. More of a Humpty Dumpty build for myself. <laughs> but 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 you wear a Def Leppard T-shirt over the singlet, right? <laughs> that so, still exposes so, the down low. Well, no, you got like some short short things. It's like when your girls wearing Spanx kind of deal. Like okay. you know what I mean? And, and and you do when when it gets when it gets heated when your opponent like socks you with a good one and you're like, all right, you earned some respect from Uncle Jeff. That's when you take your shirt off, right? Yeah. And you're not their real uncle. You're not related to them, just to be clear. Yeah. They just call you Uncle Jeff because you're a close friend of their moms. Okay. Okay. 
Now let me ask you. So, this. so like they're always is like, one of my finishers. You're grounded. Oh, dude, is that one of my finishers, dude? Je- you're grounded. <laughs> Uncle Jeff's putting baby in the corner. I just fucking grab them like a uh, uh, Uncle Phil style with jazz, and I just fucking throw them into the turnbuckle. <laughs> dude, Uncle Jeff is a tag team partner, dude. And it's just like, dude, no, your finisher is uh, 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 more than it hurts you. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And every time I fucking do it, I'm just like, hold my heart. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. That hurt me. That hurt me more. Yeah. Every time you have to pin your opponent, you break down and cry a little bit and you wipe <laughs> it away. A great character. <laughs> like, I'm fucking proud of what you did today. Dude, you just made it uh, an amazing character. Thank you. That was on the spot. I'm terrible at improv. Dude, here's the thing. And I don't even know if you would believe this or not. I feel like the WWE needs to hire you as a writer because you're like, I don't like this stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like you'd be like, hey, I got a lot of characters that you guys don't I, think would work, but I think could work. But I think that, you know what? I think that Tony Hinchcliffe is my Ezekiel Elliott. Wasn't he the one who wrote The Undertaker Loses His Streak? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's a thing I heard, that he was a writer for the WWE. I know he suggested it, I believe, and I, I might be misremembering, but I thought he said he suggested it, but I thought he said it, like, a couple years before it happened. And like and like and since then they were like doing other wrestling yeah. thing or whatever. Nah, that's my girly. That's my Zeke, dude. He fucking. I don't think that they'll hire some fucking dweeb who's never watched wrestling again because because I don't have respect. Right. I, maybe if they just put me in charge of character design, I could do that. I think that's what I would. I think I, I would give you probably any role. I think that they really <laughs> could use you. I think you just come out there and I'd be like, like I feel like I would come in and just say, "What do we need?" And they go, "We need a new heel." I go, "Rusty heel." <laughs> I go, "What are we doing here?" Like, what are we doing okay, here? Wait. We got a couple <laughs> options. What do you want? Door number one. A guy who hates kittens. <laughs> he steps on them exclusively. That's Ryan Shaner's character. Uh, I felt familiar. When yep. I honestly, when I said it, I felt sorry, Shaner. Never Dude, mind. Already character. Rusty would never write that because Ryan Shaner would have that idea. Yeah. Duh. Duh. <laughs> All right. I got you one. A construction worker. Yeah, yeah. Who, whose wife left him. And now he only beats up WWE divas. <laughs> he just fights the ladies. <laughs> And his finisher, the two by four. Oh my god, dude! Could could he have uh? What, what's the opposite of a heel turn? I don't know. Like, is there something where like a bad rest, like a, a bad resurrection? Guy is that a thing? I have no idea. It just sounds good. Yeah, dude. So like, what if he has a, a resurrection, like like whatever, like Kane did or whoever did, fucking, yeah. and and he starts trying to prove that women are equal to him. So yeah. so instead of like like fighting dirty against women, he he like really like really fights equal with them yeah tries to let them get a win it's kind of now just andy kaufman's character i believe oh okay yeah you're andy right, you're kaufman right. Paul women, i think i just like the idea of somebody who's Damn, i've like, had no original wrestling ideas <laughs> somebody who's like a bad guy because they want to fight women and they're like hey i want to turn my life around i'm a good guy now i found jesus I'm going to fight women the right way. <laughs> like, what if there was a woman who only wanted to fight the guy wrestlers and her shtick was that she never, ever lost? Dudes would be furious. There'd be some wrestling incels who's like, who is this? I bet Roman Reigns can Dude, beat her. No, you know what? Actually, fucking, you should hire me, fucking WWE. Who's running that now? Fucking Ari Emanuel or some yeah. shit? Yeah, dude, Ari, hire me, dude. Or Jeremy here's, Piven. Here's my pitch, whoever wants to hear it, right? A female wrestler, and we write every match that she's in versus men, right? If she's taking on men, where she basically should have won. We have her basically like 
arguably beat Roman Reigns and he pulls it out on some bullshit. Yeah, we're all and yeah, everyone's cheap. furious. We have that happen three times in a row. She takes a long break, goes back to fighting women, makes her big return against whoever the male champion is, actually takes him down. At that point, even the men are rooting for the chick who was bounced out of the men league unfairly. Like, we have Vince McMahon or whoever's the president step in and be like, I'm sorry, I thought this experiment would work, but it turns out women aren't equal to men. And then she comes back to prove him wrong, dude. At WrestleMania. Right? Wouldn't that be fucking hype? I don't even watch this shit. Fucking nailed it, dude. Whew, I got, my, I got fucking... Gassy. Here's the deal. We just take this podcast clip, right? We don't put it on Instagram. We <laughs> just email it to WWE. <laughs> over and over again until Vince McMahon's girlfriend breaks up with him, right? And then decides, hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fuck that guy who won't stop messaging Vince every day to really piss him off. Oh, damn. It's a callback to how we started the podcast. Yeah. Unless it gets cut out, in it which might. case, it's a callback to nothing, baby. I really don't know how we could end it any better, dude. Woo! I feel like you're on such a fucking... That's probably the most hype you've ever been at in an episode right this now. This is the hypest I got since I got my third Big Show wrestling card in my ice cream. Damn. You third? <laughs> yeah, I got three of them. I was trying to... Literally, I was avoiding telling people who my favorite wrestler was because I didn't know any of them. Nice. And I was like, I'll just start getting the WWE wrestling thing because that comes with a card. I'll learn a few that way, and I'll pick one of the cards I have. I got Big Show spark three times in a wrestling. row. You spark noted being a wrestling fan? Before we had internet, yeah. yeah that's nuts, <laughs> yeah. dude. I fucking, dude, I got three of the Big Show trading card in a row in my fucking WWE ice cream cone. And so then I was just like, I guess that's my favorite. I can't keep doing this. This cone sucks. I don't like a hard shell. I like a nice soft ice cream. I'm just, I'm just, I just think that's amazing. I didn't even know, for a long time, I just thought they were fictional action figures. Really? Yeah, well, those are, these are just wrestling characters. And then oh. you see them in real life and you're like, I actually have that wrestler. Like I have him. Like, and then I'd be like, "Oh, I like that guy, dude." If we if we go back and end it where we said we were, that's fine. But I I never asked you about your action figure habits as a kid. Oh, a hundred percent played with action. Figures. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Did Did you have storylines? Like how? Like, yeah. Actually, oh yeah. Let me not even oh, put anything in your head. Yes. Like, walk me through. Walk me through an action adventure. I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. Who's I was your just... favorite? Wrestler or action figure? Action figure. Well, I don't know, man. I had Zevos as a kid, and I think I've talked about it before. Zevos, okay. you could, uh, they were basically were like things where you, I could take the head off it and put a different head on it. I could put the arms on it, and I could take different weapons. So, like, there's right. really like an endless amount of action figures you can yourself make. Well, I, 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 so I had like crazy, fascinated. I had like a praying mantis head on one guy, and I was like, that's my fucking ninja <laughs> warrior, dude. Oh, yeah, dude, you He's got him? super speed and shit. I did, I can't remember his fucking right. name. See, how other kids played with toys fascinates me, right? Because, so my brother, I was bossy love you, too. Maddie. I was bossy, too. Yeah. You played with me, and I told you what your guy did. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because, I'm like, and then you did this. Well, because you didn't know it, but you were a director. Yeah. You, you had the movie in your head. And then one day, I had a, a coming to Jesus moment, and I was like, I think I'm being bossy. That's good. And I was like, and I remember I was like, actually, do whatever you want, dude. Whatever you think. And was that like, Pat? Who were you talking to? No, it was actually my uh, friend Fulvio, who was... <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Fulvio, dude. He lived across the street from me. He was uh, two, I'm two or three grades younger than me. I'm actually the first Vio in my family to go to college. Uh, my father, half Vio, worked very hard to <laughs> no, be able to provide Fulvio, me with this life. No, dude, Fulvio. Shout out Fulvio. He was like one of my earliest friends because I moved to my town when I was like six. And he lived across the street and he was like four. And they just like let us hang out. We didn't get any baths together or anything, you weirdo. <laughs> but I mean, we fucking hung out. It was a good time. But it was yeah, a girl, we, dude. I saw. Yeah, what, we would play. We would play all the time with like our toys and shit. And okay. I had a bunch of wrestlers. At one point, dude, we had like a storage bin of wrestlers. Oh yeah. 
like whatever goodwill we gave that to some some fucking place was like <laughs> wow dude we just hit the jackpot we had the rings with the ropes tied nicely we had like replacement ropes okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i know like, what you're talking about the, I, I was like rings. It was like a, a trampoline yeah. spring ring. You're like, yeah, it really, I could really slam someone on this. Nah, dude, we had like a Beyblade arena. And we were like, this is everything. I had that. This I had is Beyblade everything arena. happens in this now. I watched Beyblade the show. Oh yeah. And I fucking they, they were so it. different, so different, so different. Uh, th- I'm fascinated by how other uh, guys played with toys as a kid because so for my little brother who is and I love you, Maddie, definitely autistic, right? Like, he would play action figures nonstop, army men nonstop, and he would play with his cars, and I feel comfortable saying how autistic he was, because the way he played cars was by lining them all up, mm-hmm. like, all the red ones in, like, a long-ass line, it's like, that's not how you play cars, dude, like, at That's all. just, yeah, yeah, actually, I used to get mad as a kid, I was I like, you does literally that. aren't even playing cars. No, they're, like, sorting. Yeah. I was like, you're fucking cleaning right now, dude. This is stupid. Yeah, but uh, (laughs) he was super into it, and I played action figures, but I remember when I was eight. Not playing with them, dude. It's nuts. I I literally had my favorite was my Snake Eyes, right? The little G.I. Joe ninja guy with the visor. Oh, G.I. Joe guy. All right, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just what I had. It was like hand-me-downs for my uncle. Yeah, I had like Uh, He-Man shit, dude. Yeah, exactly. You just get what you get, and you don't get upset. You don't get upset. So I remember I had my action figures in my hand, and I was, like, doing the battle. I was playing out the storyline, and I was, like, halfway through it, and I was, like, I always have him win. Sometimes I have him get hurt. Sometimes I have him get in trouble. But I'm never going to make him lose. Yeah. And now that I've had this thought, even if I do make him lose, I'll know I just did it to do it. Yeah. I don't think I can ever enjoy this again. And I literally put them down and never played action figures again. Damn. I think that's like, like maybe if I was old enough to know what sad was, maybe that was depression. Like, dude, what putting down your action figures? Yeah, you hung up your cape, dude. Yeah, dude, I can't fucking believe you. you Dystonia for fucking. Uh, you Batman. put the toys at the curb, you fucker. It's How like, dare you? I don't know. I remember food actually, doesn't taste good. Action figures don't feel right in my hands. I was the opposite, dude. <laughs> all I, all I wanted to do, honest to God, was hang on to it. Yeah. I wasn't a kid that like hit an age where I was like it was embarrassing that I played with action figures. I had the cutoff I thought at the appropriate time mm-hmm. because even I could feel like I'm getting too old for this. But I remember watching my brothers then because I gave all that shit to my younger brothers and then I'd see them play with it and I'd be like looks fun over there. Did you looks ever fun. have the experience of trying to get your brothers into something that you knew you had to give up soon but you wanted but if you play with them maybe it would be okay yeah, yeah, yeah. like i wanted to get my brother into Yu-Gi-Oh so bad to the week was he into it huh? no it it didn't take so the car, like, the, did you get him strictly into the game or did you try to show him the show i mean like we, we watched the show on the like he was always like that he would watch Pokemon more about the and game. Yu-Gi-Oh but like the game he wasn't really into my brother's not into the card games but you needed to i will say i needed to, i feel like i you need a couple of the episodes just to be like oh okay yeah, yeah, i got the sense of what the show is okay i just think that's such a unique big brother feeling of being like all right like i can't play with pokemon cards anymore because i'm too old right yeah but maybe if i get my brother into it then he'll play until he's too old i can kind of extend this a little and that feeling of when you don't get them to bite on it and you're like dude that's like that might be the first time i experienced grief as a kid it's like my little brother like not keeping on the traditions that i needed yeah. him to i was like fuck dude Dude, I, my my one my next oldest brother nick he i remember uh like he's just a guy who's like i don't know man i've just never been into pokemon and i'm like oh my god 
Dude, we have so much Pokemon stuff. It'd be so convenient if you were into <laughs> it. We have so... It actually would be the coolest thing because we'd have so much shit. You're like on MTV's next. You're like, fucking get back on the bus, dude. Pokemon Stadium 1. Pokemon Stadium 2. Every Game Boy 1 that you could think of. Like, we have it at your disposal. And he's like, I like the one thing that we don't have. And you're like, fuck. She's like, Star Fox. Fuck. Dude, we don't have... We play Super Smash Bros. She's like, I now hate Fox. She's like, damn it. What was the one toy you coveted and never got? I don't know. What's, what's, what's your fucking... What's your I don't know, because you know dude? your friend always got it, so then you still got to fucking play with it. Oh, really? Is that how you were? I don't know. I feel like... My like friend was... My rich Eddie friend had the like Eddie had the Yu-Gi-Oh thing. Oh, that's sick. He had the fucking... And I was like, well, I get to fucking do it too now, because I'll just come over and play with it. See, I had a rich friend, but he wasn't an original rich friend. He was an adapt... Like, he was a reactive rich friend. Okay. So he would never be like, yo, I went out and got this new expensive thing. We can all try it. It'd be yeah. like, yo, you got the cheapest electric scooter oh i'll go get the nicest one like yeah. it's like fuck you dude we already fuck. have a scooter in the friend group like damn <laughs> i'm scooter guy yeah <laughs> Every, you guys my nickname is scooter that is that was the worst for me as like a like borderline autistic kid being like like oh i gotta find my identity something that people will know me by and then like other people with like more money or more talent would pick it up and i was like i was gonna be the photographer like <laughs> I can't afford that camera, and I suck at it. Damn, dude. I feel... Uh, I was trying to call dibs on an identity so bad, dude. Dibs on an identity. I hated when someone got the same shirt I already had. I was like, bro, I was the guy who had the Fox Racing shirt that had the cool Jamaican flag colors. True. See, I, I feel like I was more one of the kids who was like... Like, we got the same thing. you're secure in who you are, Jeff. Not really. Not as a kid, I wasn't. But... I hear what you're saying. I feel like I'd be more like friend, <laughs> friend. You want to be my friend? Most of my youth, adolescence, um, until a few years ago, was spent in a constant state of, well, this can't be right. Like, <laughs> like, just, just constantly feeling like I had two, two fingers in one like glove hole. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just. I totally know what you mean. Yeah, like, like I was like, I don't know that I'll ever get my fingers in the right hole, but I gotta figure out how to how to make the most out of this. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, that's something that I'll be like, I'll tell you what, you know what's really irking me? This fucking pebble in my shoe. And you're like, just make it work. I'm like, nope, taking it out. <laughs> We're actually halting everything to take this out. Well, I mean, that's, it's better in the long run. We got to end it there. That, all right. I don't know how to, again, I don't know how to top it. I don't know how to top it. Peace. <laughs> all right, yeah, these out. The highest